Uh, I want to preach on the subject of listening. In the Bible, there are more than 1,500 times that the Bible mentions hearing or heard or hasten to or listen to. Um, but uh, And there's other words that mean the same thing as listening. And I didn't add all of those up, but I did add up to 1,541 uh, times that it's mentioned. And you know, if God says something in the Bible one time, it ought to be enough uh, for us to believe it. If he says it two times, uh-oh, God is putting a little bit of emphasis on this thing. We better pay close attention to it. But it, when he mentions it 1,500 times, we think, good night in the morning. This is important to God that we pay attention. And we come to church and, and we hear a message preached. And a lot of times we can't remember even the next day, what the preacher preached on Sunday. Now, why is that? I think it's, uh, the reason is, is because we don't pay close attention sometimes when the message is being preached. And so I want to preach on the subject of listening tonight. And I'd like to turn first to the book of Matthew, chapter number 11. Matthew, chapter number 11. And uh, remember that the Bible says, and uh, Timothy says, the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than a two-edged sword and piercing even the dividing asunder of the soul and spirit and joints and marrow and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. Uh, uh, and then, then all scripture is given by inspiration of God and it's profitable for doctrine, for correct, uh, reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness that the man of God may be perfect and thoroughly furnished unto all good works. And uh, one of those came out, came out of Hebrews, one of them out of Timothy. Sorry, I messed, messed that up a little bit. The second one was out of Timothy chapter 3, 2 Timothy, I think. And so, but anyway, uh, the Word of God is quick and powerful. And God says this many, many, many times in the Bible. And uh, so what we'll do is we'll look at a few verses here and then we'll have a word of prayer. But notice in, in uh, chapter 11, uh, verse number um, 15, Chapter 11 of Matthew, verse number 15, he gives a, a message and then he says, He that hath ears to hear, let him hear. And then he goes to chapter 13 and look in verse number 9 and he gives a message on sowing the seed and then he says, He that hath ears to hear, let him hear. And then you go over to verse number 43 of chapter 13, and he says, uh, Then shall the righteous shine forth uh, as the sun in the kingdom of their father. Who hath ears to hear, let him hear. Turn to the book of Revelation, please. Revelation chapter number uh, 2. Revelation chapter number 2. And... Um, Notice what he says in verse number 7. He that hath ears to hear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. Verse 11. He that hath ears to hear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. Verse number 17. He that hath ears to hear, let him heareth what the Spirit saith unto the churches. Verse 29, he that hath ears to hear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. Verse, chapter 3, verse number 
6. He that hath ears to hear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. Verse number 13, chapter 3. He that hath ears to hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. Chapter 3, verse number 22. He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. So he says over and over and over again throughout the Word of God, more than this, but we don't have time to look up 1,541 verses tonight. Uh, and so I'll uh, uh, summarize some of those, but let's have a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, I pray that you would be with me tonight and give me wisdom and, and guidance and help me, Lord, to preach what you've laid upon my heart. And, and Lord, if there's anything in my notes you want me to skip over, help me to skip over that. And Lord, if there's anything new that you want me, not new scripturally, but anything that's not in my notes that you want me to say, help that to come to my mind so I would say that. But Lord, I, I pray that you would help us tonight to listen. And uh, get this message on listening. And Lord, I pray that you'd meet our spiritual needs tonight. For Jesus' sake, in thy name I pray, amen. Um, it is better to pay attention and listen. Many times, probably you could name it in the thousands of times in your life, that people have said something to you and maybe even given you directions, maybe given you instructions, Maybe you told you important information and then you turn around and leave and he said, oh, what did he say? What is that all about? You know, and you, you didn't pay attention. You didn't listen to what he has to say. You know, many people just don't listen. How many times have you been introduced to somebody and if somebody gave you $1,000 in about a 30 seconds later to tell you what their name was, Many times we would lose the $1,000. We would not be able to get it because many times we do not pay attention when somebody is talking to us. And we're not using this one, right? I'd like to just get it out of my eyes there. So um, if you don't mind, I'll turn it down there a little bit. But uh, uh, we just don't pay attention. We just don't listen to what somebody says when they, uh, uh, when they say something. Now, folks, I don't have a photographic memory. I kind of jealous of people that do. I've known a few people that have a photographic memory and just whenever they hear somebody's name, if, if everybody here told them their name, then he could go around and tell everybody their name because he just has a photographic memory. I cannot do that. I have to work on it. If, I, if you told me your name, I have to work on it. Is Brother Humphreys here tonight? Oh, okay, you'll have to tell him that I called his name because I remembered his name from when he came by the preacher's house and, and uh, we said something about remembering names there whenever he was there. And so you'll have to get on to him about that, that he wasn't here tonight uh, so, and that I use him as an example, okay? Uh, but um, it is better to pay attention and listen and we just need to do that. We need to, and, and to do that, most of us have to do it on purpose. We have to make up our mind when somebody says something that we're listening to them. Most of the time when somebody's talking to us, what we do is we try to think of what we're going to say when they get done rattling their trap. And you want to say something that's very impressive. 
It'd be better for us to forget about what we're going to say and pay attention to what they're saying at the moment because, you know, it, it, it probably what they're saying is at least as important as what you're saying and maybe more important than what you're going to say. So think about that just a little bit. How well do you listen? You know, there's three types of listeners in the Bible that the Bible talks about. One is those that are dull of hearing. I think that at times all of us could fall into that category of being dull of hearing. In Hebrews chapter 5, verse number 11, it gives us that verse there. And let me get over there. And it says, Of whom we have many things to say and hard to be uttered, seeing ye are dull of hearing. Dull of hearing. Uh, it's interesting. Think of the last time that you came forward to the altar and took care of a problem with God. And you prayed to God about that problem. And now you can't even remember why you went to the altar. I just wonder, uh, do we listen? Do we pay attention? Are we dull of hearing? In Matthew chapter 13 that we read just a few moments ago, verse 13, 14, and 15, it says, hearing ye hear not, that you're dull of hearing. Uh, some people think, don't confuse me with the facts. My mind is already made up. Kind of like some of these people that are uh, uh, mentioning on the news just in the last day or two that uh, they uh, have pictures of these uh, Israelites being murdered and even little babies and they're ignoring that and saying it's not true. You know, and, and whatever. Uh, many times we look at the Word of God and if we don't like what we read, then we decide we're not going to pay any attention to it. We're not going to listen to God. Sometimes whenever the preacher is preaching, the Holy Spirit of God is speaking to your heart. But we cross it out and close our ears and close our heart to the Spirit of God speaking to us. Do you know when you're dull of hearing, it prevents you from understanding a truth from the Word of God. And it also keeps you from turning from sin unto God and getting something straightened out in your life. And uh, also, many times, if you're not saved, being dull of hearing keeps you from getting saved. That's why I, when I'm teaching a soul winning class, I'll try to encourage the people when you're talking to somebody about Jesus, then what you need to do is make sure that they're paying attention to you while you're giving them the plan of salvation. How do you do that? Well, you ask them questions as you're trying to lead them to Christ about what you just said, and if they can't tell you what you just said, they aren't paying any attention. If they're looking around at other things while you're talking, they're not paying any attention. Uh, uh, folks, uh, listen, we, need, we, we can't win somebody to Christ if they give them the plan of salvation if they're not even listening to what you're saying. And so uh, there's those that are dull of hearing. And then there's those with itching ears. In the Bible, it talks about that. Second Timothy chapter 4, verse number 3 and 4. Um, and uh, chapter 4, verse number 2 says, Preach the word, be instant in season, out of season, reprove, rebuke, with all long suffering and doctrine, and so on. And it, it talks about uh, those that are, have itching ears in verses 3 and 4 there. Uh, they wanna, they'll, they'll listen to something if it's pleasing. In other words, if it's a joke or a funny story, 
They want to perk up their ears and listen to it if it's a joke or a funny story. But if it's not that, then it's not appealing to them and they're not going to pay any attention to it. It's like we're taking from whenever we were kids and mom says, hey, now I want you to vacuum this floor while I'm gone and then you leave and then you, or your parents leave and you come back and you didn't vacuum it because you didn't pay any attention to what mama said. You wanted her to leave so you could do what you wanted to do and so on. And then there's also those that hear with a noble and pure heart. And it tells us about that in Luke chapter number eight, verse 15. It says, having heard the word of God, it brought forth fruit with patience. Hearing it, they brought forth fruit with patience. And then Acts 17, verse number 11, it says, they received the word of God with all readiness of mind and searched the scriptures daily, uh, seeing whether these things were so. And so uh, what they did is they listened to the word of God and let it sink into their hearts and they paid attention to what it says. And that's the kind of listener that you and I ought to be when we come to church, especially. And fellas, that's the kind of listener you ought to be when your wife is talking to you. And ladies, that's the kind of listeners you ought to be when your husband is talking to you. Be paying attention. Be paying attention. Uh, it's essential to pay attention to be a blessing to people. You've got to listen. I just read a book today and finished it just a couple hours ago, an hour or so ago, and it was by uh, it was uh, written about John Wooden, who was the coach of the UCLA Bruins, and they won ten national championships. And much of the book was relating to how the character traits and so on of John Wooden, and how when he uh, there was no one that was too unimportant for him to not talk to. He was always open to talk to just about anybody and, uh, and help just about anybody. And it went through a whole lot of things. And he says, when somebody's talking to me, I give them my attention. And, and it gave one illustration how he was at uh, some uh, other university and the coach uh, came out of the office and he said, okay, I'm ready, uh, John Wooden, uh, come on in. And he says, just a minute, I have to finish this conversation with this person first. And he was talking to some janitor or something out there in the, in the hallway. And he finished his conversation with that gentleman before he went in and talked to that coach and so on. And listen, that, it takes character and determination to do something like that. And I tell you, it's, it was very hard for me in pastoring churches and so on to to do that regularly. After church, I would go back to the back of the church and shake hands with people as they left and so on. And uh, this person would be saying something, the next person would be saying something and so on. And then three people down, there's a visitor. And the visitor is going around the people that are shaking hands with me and they're going to leave. And I am thinking, man, I got to stop this visitor. I got to shake their hand before they leave. And I'm not paying close attention to the one that's actually talking to me. I had to discipline myself to pay attention to the person talking to me so I would not offend them and, uh, and I could be a blessing to them. Uh, there are wonderful things to learn from people. Do you know that everyone knows something that you don't know? And so you ought to talk to them and try to find out what it is that they know that you don't know so that you can uh, grow and that you can learn some things. We miss out 
on uh, all kinds of blessings if we're not careful listeners. Uh, it is also essential to being saved. You can't get saved unless you know and understand the plan of salvation. And so you need to pay attention to that. Um, Romans chapter 1 verse 16 and 17. I am, for I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ for it is the power of God unto salvation uh, for the Jew first and also for the Greek and so on. I don't know the rest of the verse by heart there. But uh, let me ask you, does your listening, does it hinder your development or your faith? Does it hinder you growing in the Lord, your listening? Do you know that a preacher would not have to do very much counseling if he's our kind of preacher if you pay attention every time the preacher preaches? I tried to preach in such a way through my life that I would cover a, a big variety of subjects and, and hit things from different directions and so on. And if a person pays close attention, I'm probably going to hit on the thing that they, my people needed sooner or later and probably sooner than later. And they could get a lot of things and they wouldn't have to have a counseling session to cover what I'd already covered when I was preaching if they would have paid attention when I was preaching it. Uh, so uh, uh, it's essential also to bearing fruit, to bearing fruit. Um, do you know the parable of the sower, the only kind of soil that produced and was capable of bearing fruit was what that which fell on good ground and you'll not get very much if you don't pay attention and listen. They having the, heard the word of God, keep it and bring forth fruit with patience. So you, to bring forth fruit, you need to pay attention when it's listening time. Poor listening is generally the first step to backsliding and getting, getting away from God. You get backsliding and it's a lot harder to pay attention when you come to church because your heart is not in it. When you're on your church, it ought to be a good thing to pray and say, God, help me to get something good out of church tonight. Help me to listen and get something good out of church. And, I'll, and you'll be blessed if you do that. Now, uh, let me give you some steps to better listening. Poor listening, or uh, uh, let's say good listening is actually an act of worship. So it's a way to show God that you're serious about coming to church. You know, how you listen to God's word being read and preached is an indication of your devotion to God. If to nobody else, it's an indication to God. You know, say, God, I love you. And he says, well, if you love me, how come you didn't even pay attention to what the preacher said this morning? You see what I mean? You know, and, and you pray and you say, Lord, I sure do love you. How come you didn't pay attention when you read the word of God in your devotions that morning? You just skipped through it and just read it just so that you could say, boom, I, I read it. But you don't, what do you read? Well, I don't remember what I read, but I read it, you know. Uh, think, of how you would, think of how you would listen if some important person walked through that door and came up here to speak tonight. For instance, what if Jesus Christ walked through that door and he came up and he turned around and naturally I would sit down and get out of the way and we would listen to Jesus speak for the next however long. But I guarantee you that almost every one of us when we got out of church would be able to tell us almost word for word of everything that Jesus said. You know why? 
because our hearts would be totally into it and our mind, oh, Jesus is here. I got to listen to what he has to say. And you would listen and listen and listen. And so you would get it all. How in the world did the disciples pin the book of Matthew, Mark, and Luke, and John and tell the life story of Jesus and get it so correct? Well, of course, they were inspired by the Holy Spirit of God and he told them what to write. But I tell you what, I think a whole lot of it was determined by how they paid attention to Jesus when he was alive on the earth. <coughs> so, uh, so then also, I think it's important when we listen to listen from the first to the last. From the first to the last. Pay attention all the way through. Uh, we have to know the, all of it to understand uh, c- completely. Do you know that um, <clears throat> if I were preaching along and I said, and now for my last point, then half of your congregation, you say, well, he's about done, so I need to get my purse ready and I need to get my gloves ready and I need to get my stuff picked up here and ready and stuff like that. You're thinking about getting, leaving and going home and eating lunch or something like that because he said, my last point is, and then you turned it off and you're not listening from the first to the last. Usually the most important part of the sermon is the last couple of three minutes. And so we need to listen all the way through the message, the first to the last, because that may be when God touches your heart about making a decision in your heart for the Lord Jesus. And not only that, but if you have a family and you start getting your things ready and so on, then all of your children are thinking about going home and your husband's thinking about going home or your wife's thinking about going home and, and uh, the whole family, you've lost them all because they're all getting ready to go. We need to listen from the first to the last. You know, uh, did you ever buy something at the store and you brought it home and you started putting that thing together and after about an hour you said, well, I guess I better read the directions. <laughs> We've all done that, haven't we? And then you pick up the directions and say, oh, pretty easy there when you read the directions. Why didn't we have some brains and do that to start with and just pick up the direction and say, even though I probably know how to do this, it'd be good to just look and see what's going on here. Uh, They make things on purpose that have a difficult thing or two, so you'll put them together backwards. And then you'll have to go back and take it all apart and put it back together again how it's supposed to go. Okay, Uh, so so, uh, follow the instruction manual. Number uh, three, Look at the person that you're talking to. My dad taught me, always look people in the eye when you're talking to them. Don't be looking around other places when you're talking to them. Look them in the eye. And he taught me to do that all the time. And man, that's what you ought to look at the people when you're talking to them. If you're talking to somebody and they're looking around, you're thinking they're not paying any attention. But man, if you're talking and you're looking around at the same time you're talking, they say, wonder who in the world they're talking to. Man, look at the person that you're talking to. It aids in your concentration. It aids in your thinking pattern. 
And looking at other places and so on makes your, easy for your mind to wander and think about other things. And you know, you can think about two things in the background, uh, two things at a time, and your mind wanders and, then, and so on. But then number four is um, uh, read along in your Bible when the preacher is reading the Scripture. Read along in your Bible. Because you'll remember more of what you see and hear than just what you hear. And then we force ourselves to pay closer attention when we're following it in the Word of God. And so on. Uh, so keep that in mind. And then also, listen with faith as you're reading the Word of God. Listen with a willingness to accept and believe what is shown to you in God's Word. We ought to understand that nobody knows it all. Nobody knows the whole Bible. And, and the preacher may preach a message. And, and in fact... Uh, I've read the Bible, and I've read it, actually I've read it four times this year, and I've read several places where I read something that, wow, I didn't even see that before. Look at that. Or I read a verse, maybe I've read 50 times, and I'm preparing a sermon, and I say, whoa, that looks new. I never read that before. You know why? Because the Word of God is living. And you read it and it's alive and God reveals things to you as you follow it in the Word of God. And man, we need to read along in our Bible as it's being read. And that'll encourage you and it'll help you to be more in tune with the message that the preacher is preaching <clears throat> if you uh, do that. And listen with faith and so on. Uh, Hebrews chapter 4, verse number 12. Verse one, uh, Hebrews 4, verse number 1 and 2. Uh, it says, not being mixed with faith... In, their, in them that heard it. Do you know that without faith it's impossible to please God? You need to trust the Lord and believe in Him. And then uh, listen when you come to church especially with a mind to act. If God speaks to me and tells me to do something, I'm going to pay attention. And listen to what God says. One of the reasons that we come to church, well, we come to grow and we come to learn things. We come to fellowship, a lot of things. But when I go to church, I like to get something from the message from the, from the preacher that helps me in my Christian life to be a better Christian, to be more what, that I, what I ought to be uh, for the Lord and so on. Um, uh, the Bible says in the book of James 1.22 uh, that he says, uh, uh, be ye doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving your own selves. Uh, be, uh, then for if any be a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like a man beholding his natural face in a glass. That's what he says there in, in the book of James. And so we need to understand uh, that, that God uh, wants us to pay attention. Now, in, in Isaiah chapter 55, I'm going to turn there because I don't have that one written down here. Isaiah 55, verse number uh, 2 and 3. He says in that passage of Scripture, he says, um, Wherefore do ye spend money for that which is not bread, and your labor for that which satisfieth not? Hearken diligently. Hearken, listen to me. He says, hearken diligently unto me and eat ye that which is good and let your soul delight itself in fatness. Incline your ear and come unto me. Hear and your soul shall live. 
and I will make an everlasting covenant with you, even the sure mercies of the Lord. So he's telling us to pay attention to what he's saying there. Uh, now, is there ever a time when God doesn't pay any attention to you? When he's not listening? Yes, there are. I've had people come to me and say, Preacher, I need you to pray for me. I, I just pray and it seems like my prayers don't get any higher than the ceiling. And the reason is because they have sin in their life. And if they would confess their sin to God and confess it to the Lord and get things right with God, they'd have no, no problem having the faith that God hears every word that they pray. And that's just the truth from the Word of God. Uh, now, when we... When we uh, uh, when we sin, then our sins are between us and God. And, and we can take care of that problem. Uh, look, in, uh, well, since we're in Isaiah 59, verse number 1 and 2. It says, Behold, the Lord's hand is not shortened that it cannot save, neither is his ear heavy that he cannot hear, but your iniquities have separated between you and your God, and your sins have hid his face from you that he will not hear. And he says in Luke chapter 9, verse 35, he says, This is my beloved Son. Hear ye Him. Pay attention when God is speaking to your heart. Listen and make decisions in your life when God speaks to your heart. He says in the book of uh, Luke chapter 6, 46, Why do you call me Lord, Lord, and do not the things which I say? Wow. Why? Well, some of you might come up after church and say, hey, preacher, what's my name? You know that three-fourths of you, I don't know your name, even though I've heard your name. There's two or three reasons for that. One, I don't go to church here and haven't heard your name enough times for my stupid brain not to, to remember you but I get in a new church every week and I'm lucky when I leave if I can remember the preacher's name let alone the deacons and the song leader and all the other people in the church it's hard for me I, I have to work on it. and if I remember your name man praise the Lord and shame on the devil he remembered my name wow now, I know Brother Glover, I've met him four or five times, you know, or probably 20 or 30 times, but, but I know him, and I know Brother Don, and uh, he's, he's a good man and loves the Lord. Well, all of you guys know Brother Greg back there in the back, you know, and, and his dear wife, you know, and, and I, uh, I know them, and, <clears throat> and I know two or three more of you, uh, but, but it's hard for me to remember people's names here, and it's not because I don't love you, it's not because I don't want to. It's just because my IQ is not 150. I think it's 142. No, I'm just kidding. No. Um, but folks, listen. 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 Listen to the Holy Spirit of God as He speaks to your heart. If we would get programmed to do that, then when the preacher preaches, listen with an open heart and Follow it in the Word of God and get something out of it. Now, I don't know how many hours a week 
my son spends in the Bible preparing messages to preach. But I have heard him preach enough times that I know that he just doesn't throw it together in a few minutes. He works hard on his messages. And I work hard on mine. And folks, we work hard on a message to preach it and you're not even listening. Your mind is wandering. We're sitting in our seat and we're counting the light bulbs. How many times you need to count them? You ought to write it down once you get the total. Then you don't have to count them anymore. Right? How many ceiling tiles are in the ceiling? You can't listen to the message when you're counting the ceiling tiles. How many pews are in this church? You can't, you, you know, write that down. Write all those figures down. Then you don't have to do that anymore. And pay attention to what's being preached from the pulpit. And God will bless you. I'll tell you what, He will bless you tremendously. If you get all the things that are preached from the pulpit here in your heart and you grow in the Lord, man, you have, you have a, a blessed church here, a wonderful church, and, and some great messages from the Word of God come out of this pulpit. You've had hundreds of them over the years. And man, we need to pay attention and listen. You are blessed. You are blessed. You know, there's, uh, I don't know how many churches are within 20 miles of this building, but you get the best sermons in this area at this church. You do. And so you need to pay attention when you come to church. And we need to listen, not only to the Word of God, but we need to listen to our wife when she speaks to us. We need to listen to our husband when he speaks to us. We need to listen to our children when they're talking to us. And so on and so on and so on. 